Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith. He's Derek Terry. Derek, Kentucky, Arkansas, Saturday afternoon, 2 p.m. on CBS. I know you're a big fan of CBS games. I know you tweeted that out last week uh, after Kentucky's game versus Alabama. So we get another one tomorrow, and it's a big one. We have no idea about the availability of Xavier Wheeler and Tata Washington. I'm sure we're going to be watching when they we post pictures from shoot-around, when they post the half-court shot tomorrow morning from Bud Walton Arena. Everybody's going to be scanning to see if those two are out there and dressed. Uh, but regardless, it, it's a big-time matchup in the SEC that will that has a lot to do with how the standings look by tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening. Yeah, that tweet you're talking about got way more attention than I planned for it to. Uh, Doug Gottlieb <laughs> quote tweeted that. I don't know how he came across that tweet, but uh, I do like the CBS production. Got nothing personal against the guys at ESPN. I just kind of like it. Feels like a more big time production to me. And I said the same thing about the uh, the college football playoff. I was on ESPN and has been uh, for several years now. Well, actually, probably from the start. I guess it's been uh, since 2014, but. It just feels like more big-time production, I think, if you're – like, I mean, don't you just love those 3.30 college football SEC games? I mean, Absolutely. they're great. No, they they're going away. But like you said, uh, Arkansas, going to be a hornet's nest down there. Sean, did you see – and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it looks like their AD down at Arkansas has already put out yeah. something telling people not to storm the court if they win. Yeah, do you think and that's going to work if they do win? Nah. Hopefully they keep the lights on if they win. Let's, let's at least keep Maybe that's his play to Greg Sankey if they do win and storm the court again. That way to try to get out of the final. Like, hey, listen, I told all these people not to, and they still did. That is kind of a raw deal in a way for schools. Or am I wrong there? Am I wrong? I mean, I feel like as a school, like you can do your due diligence, tell people not to do it because it's going to cost the school money. But, like, can you really stop a storm of people running onto the court? Like, can you actually do that if – a thousand people just decide they're not run out under the floor, <laughs> you know, like, can you really stop them? I, I don't see how you could honestly, but you're, you're talking about tweets and, and things blowing up. Isn't it odd how it's always the tweet that you really don't expect to blow up. And that's the one that kind of generates a lot of buzz. And you look back and you're like, you know, how, why? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that one did. I, I mean, a lot of people have opinions on the CBS and ESPN broadcast, I guess. They're uh you definitely had something there. You got 880 likes on that bad boy. It's <laughs> 17 retweets just talking about enjoying CBS. the coverage for CBS more. Uh, but let's talk about this game tomorrow. As I said, John Calipari met with the media this morning. And, of course, Derek, do you think he has seen Tata Washington and Sabir Wheeler? I'm going to guess he hadn't up to that point. No, no he hasn't. Uh, then we had Kellen Grady on there obviously previewing senior night next week for for Grady and Cal talked a bit about him and about Davion Mintz as well and we'll get into that as we go into next week but right now you you don't know what Kentucky's taken to Arkansas you don't know who's going to be available uh, I'm, I'm assuming we won't know until leading up till tip-off tomorrow afternoon of, of who's going to play but so it kind of makes it hard to really predict this game right like if the the team that Kentucky just beat with Alabama and LSU goes to Fayetteville it's a, it's a good team, but it's that's a tall task going into Bud Walton Arena and beating this Arkansas team that is one of the best teams in college basketball over the last five to six weeks. Uh, talking about their net ranking on a recent episode, it's crazy to think how far that they've climbed, Eric. And, and I had it pulled up. I, I think St. Mary's might have been the the other team in college basketball that's had the next, you know, the, 
the biggest climb other than Arkansas in the net, and maybe St. Mary's has been like 20 spots. Arkansas has climbed from like 73 to to where they are right now, and I, I'm trying to check and see where they actually are. But Those two teams are right next to each other in Ken Palm. you got Arkansas at 20th and St. Mary's at 21. So, uh, and St. Mary's has got a game against uh, Gonzaga tomorrow at home. So, obviously, Gonzaga, I don't know. Have they, like, lost a conference game in the last five years? Probably not. I don't know the last time they would have lost a conference game, but they're going to go for another undefeated record if they – undefeated conference record, I mean, if they win that game. But, you know, Arkansas, uh, I haven't watched them play a ton. I watched them against Tennessee some last Saturday, but not the whole game. And, uh, I mean, they're – Musselman's been around. He's done a lot of good things. I remember he brought that Nevada team. You remember down in Atlanta when they lost to Loyola right before UK played Kansas State. So, that was a good group he had. A couple of NBA players on that team, or at least one, with uh, I think Cody Martin was his name. So, he's done a good job at Arkansas, for sure. Had him in the, in the Elite Eight last season. Just going off Ken Palm, uh, Note, one of their guards, is – has been great. A guy I like just from watching him play a little bit. He's a lefty, Devontae Davis. Yeah. Pretty good stroke. A 6'4, 180 pounds. I uh, can shoot the three pointer a little bit. And then Jalen Williams is another guy. In terms of a, a post presence, I mean, thinking about the advantages UK could have, you know, Jalen Williams, 6'10, 240. He plays a little bit away from the basket, like a lot. Whenever I watch them play, I think he's always standing out at the three point line. But for Austria down low, I feel like that could be a pretty big advantage for Kentucky. I, I think so. And and this is a team that did not start SEC play very well. And we kind of had written them off, right? They lost to Mississippi State, yeah. Vandy, and Texas A&M to open SEC play. Three straight losses. They've only lost one game since. And that was a one-point loss at Alabama on February 12th. And what I was saying about the net, they were 93rd in the net. And they climbed all the way to, I believe, let me pull it up here. They're at 30 – trying to find them. Where are they? Can't find them. No, they're at 24th. Sorry. They're at 24th in the net right now. And at one point was 93, Derek, and that was 13 games ago. I was mentioning uh, St. Mary's. The best improvement by current net top 25 is St. Mary's, who went from 43rd on January 8th to 21st. So pretty impressive what Arkansas has done. Yeah, and right now, if you go by Lenardi, they're sitting as a six seed, uh, the the top six seed actually. So, you know, this is a you know you're going on the road to play another conference or another NCAA tournament team, which is nothing unusual for this group. I mean, you know, you've played several teams here in a row that are all going to be in the tournament and potentially, you know, second weekend teams when it comes down to it. But what do you think about Eric Musselman overall? Because I know he's had some buzz. I don't know how real the buzz is, but I've seen him, you know, kind of linked, and maybe nothing more than just Twitter, but linked a little bit to that Louisville job. I like him. I, I do. I, I like him. I, I think he's a solid coach. Uh, I mean, you got to you got to give a guy a lot of credit that will take his shirt off after his team beats the number one team in the country, right? <laughs> Run around the yeah. court with with his team. Like uh, he obviously seems to be a player's coach. I think his guys love playing for him. He has a lot of energy. Uh, one of the better coaches in the league. And I'm honestly glad to see that Arkansas is doing well because after the run they had last year in the tournament, the way this season started, especially in league play, I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, this is a program that the SEC is better when Arkansas is good. 
And that's yeah. the rivalry in the league that Kentucky had there in the 90s, mid-90s, when, uh, you know, Nolan Richardson and Patino were going at it. Those were two national championship programs, two Final Four programs. The league's just so much better when Arkansas is at the top of it. And uh, Eric Musselman has brought Arkansas basketball back the last couple of years, and it's really good to see, honestly. I think he's a good coach. I really love that arena down there. Only uh, was there once. It's one of the best arenas also- in college basketball. It's very nice, super nice down there. I mean, Arkansas, a very passionate fan base. I got a lot of respect for all their athletic programs. Um, similar to, well, not not exactly similar um, because you do have a Louisville in the state. But, you know, they're kind of the main show down there in that state of Arkansas. I mean, there's no other Power 5 school down there. Obviously, Kentucky shares it with Louisville. But, you know, what, 80% of the state in Kentucky, you know, cheers for UK, maybe more. I don't know. But uh, it's the kind of program I think they're the, actually when I think about it, I guess they're the only SEC school that enjoys that advantage, right? They're the only Power Five school in their state. Yes. I think ever, South Carolina's got to deal with Clemson. Georgia's obviously got several. Oh, well, Georgia Tech and Georgia. Uh, Florida's got several, and I'm just thinking through my head: Alabama, Auburn, then obviously both Mississippi schools. And so it's an advantage they have. It's yeah, really cool when when they collectively call the hogs before the game down there. It's one of the the coolest. Very cultish, much like Texas A and M. It's it definitely uh, that building can get very loud. And when John Calipari got ejected down there two years ago, Derek, it was the loudest I'd ever heard a building that I've been in. in now, speaking of Musselman, I like him much more than I did. Uh, I think Mike Anderson was just a brick man. He was. He was. And just not a likable guy. And not at all. And, and I think that's why I'm okay with Arkansas. Like and everything right now. Like I'm I'm cool with it. Like I, I want Arkansas to be good. Like when they get in the tournament here and these teams that we cover and follow, like I'm all SEC when the NCAA tournament starts. I I want to see the league do well. And uh I think the the rest of the coaches in the league probably feel the same way. I mean, maybe some people probably don't like Kentucky. <laughs> just just my guess. Uh, but looking at Arkansas, other coaches are pulling for Will Wade, LSU. Exactly. That's, that's the actual, that's probably one that collectively, <laughs> I think nobody really cheers for. What a goofball, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you uh, know, he, he's, a, I don't know. He's still, I don't really rag on him that much, but it is pretty unbelievable. You could be on FBI wiretap and still be, I mean, he, I guess he got to hand it to him that he kept his job. I don't know. I don't know. What, that's probably the most impressive thing, right? Is that he's still yeah. coaching. I thought for sure three years ago when they won on the tip in that, that he would not be coaching at LSU now. And um, I'm wrong. I mean, he, he might finish his career at LSU for all I know, but, uh, but looking at where Arkansas is in Ken Palm, Derek, uh, overall here, let's see here. I just had it pulled up. I feel like I've been on the wrong tab. So 20th, Overall in Ken Palm, 60th in adjusted offense, 14th in adjusted defense. This is a game that if I knew that Kentucky was at full strength with Savir and Tata, I would actually pick Kentucky to win this game because, because I think Kentucky could go on the road and defend at a very high level. I think that they could limit Arkansas offensively and kind of withstand some of those runs that Arkansas has gone on. I was looking at game notes earlier. It seems like every Arkansas win – there's a huge run of like 14 to one or 12 to one at some point in a key moment in the game. I know they did that the other night against Florida as well. And I know they did it against Tennessee in a game where they only won 58, 48, but it's, it's runs that you have to avoid, especially in that building. If Kentucky's down those two guards 
I think it's going to be a very tall task to go and win tomorrow. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't expect a victory if those two guys aren't out there. And I had this thought today. Um, I, I really enjoy watching this team play. Whether they're at full strength or not, yeah, I mean, I obviously prefer it when they're at full strength. But even the way they've really been able to grind out some victories the past few days, or past few games, has been really impressive. I, I'm almost to the point, though, Sean, that, like, if you're a Kentucky fan, I, I feel like it's almost aggravating in a way if they lose tomorrow, if they're not at full strength, just because, like, you know that this team – is, is in a spot like they can compete for the national championship. Like it's almost like these last three games. I don't know how much they even really matter past the fact of just getting healthy. Like you got to win at least, you know, if you lose Arkansas, it's not going to hurt you too much, but you can't lose to Ole Miss or Florida, obviously, because um, you need to keep your seed where it is. But it, it's just like they've proven themselves unhealthy as national title contenders. And it's like almost to the point where you're just ready to get to the postseason. Like yeah. these games coming up here at the end, it's well, just. If you win tomorrow, great. If you don't, still, like, I would not get bent out of shape at all because over the body of work, over how many games they played now? 20? 28. Played 28 games now? Yeah, tomorrow. So there you go. They've proven this, you know, that they're they're one of these teams that can win it, and you're just trying to get there at this point. So that's why I know we had this discussion yesterday, but the more I thought about it, don't play severe Tata until they can – until they're ready to help you win the national tournament. You know what I mean? Until they're ready to well, help you make a tournament run. And that's the thing. Like, if if Kentucky does go to Fayetteville and, and they find a way to win tomorrow, you give them a one seed in the NCAA tournament. Like, I don't know how you could, yeah. could not give them a one seed. If they go down there tomorrow and find a way to win, if they lose, it changes absolutely nothing about how I feel about this team. And I don't think it changes anyone's opinion whether they're at full strength or, or not at full strength tomorrow. Like, this is a team – I know John Rothstein spoke today. Uh, I can't remember what show he was on, but he was asked about to pick a team to win the national championship, and he refused to do it. He said it's going to be one of the hardest tournaments to kind of predict because of, like, the separation and stuff to, throughout. But I think – I think he said that Arizona, Gonzaga, and Kentucky, regardless of what the bracket looks like, if, if those teams are all in different regions – he said he's picking all three of those for sure to make it to the final four. Well, um, those are the top three teams in Ken Palm, right? So yeah. Kentucky and Arizona have been flip-flopping for that two spot for, for a little yeah. while now. And you got to look at Kentucky's numbers in Ken Palm defensively a little different, right? Like they climbed to 12th, I believe, at one point before the injuries to Savir and then Ty Ty 
they're not going to defend at the same level without Sabir on the floor. Like that number dipping to 20, that they gave up a lot against Alabama. I know they gave up quite a bit at Tennessee as well. This feels like a team, Derek, that is right in that spot of three to four offensively and probably somewhere in the ballpark of nine to 12 defensively when it's at full strength. Like it is one of the better teams in both of those metrics. I mean, if they can get to the top 10 defensively, then, I mean, they can win the whole thing. So I'm just ready for that postseason. Again, tomorrow, I mean, I could see this being – if those two guys don't play. And I I mean, if, if Severe is to play, that'll, that would help. I don't really see Tata playing tomorrow. I know we discussed this as well yesterday. But I could just see it being one of those frustrating games because I don't think they're going to get blown out by yeah. Arkansas. But they, it might be one of those games where you feel like they just maybe don't have enough to – to maybe get over that hump. And they had the crowd at Rep Arena pulling them through the last two games. It'll be obviously not the case on Saturday. It'll be the exact opposite. But, I mean, the health watch, I don't know how many reporters are going to be down there, but I'll, probably about one thirty or 1, probably around 1 tomorrow. I'll definitely be refreshing to see if uh, there's any updates on a severe and Ty are going through warm-ups. Yeah, and you, if they do go and, and they play, you want them to be able to help you. You don't want it to be like Tata was in, in Knoxville where he was just – he was not healthy enough to even help Kentucky that night. That I think that's the decision that Cal has to make. And if it means wait till Ole Miss at Rupp Arena on Tuesday night, then I think that's the right call. Regardless of what happens, it to me it doesn't factor into anything. Does it, does it keep them from getting a one seed? I, I wouldn't rule it out yet. But if they were to win tomorrow, man – Tomorrow, like you, we mentioned on yesterday, you mentioned it's a blockbuster. You got Kentucky, Arkansas. You got Auburn, Tennessee. You have Kansas and Baylor tomorrow night. Like, there's a lot of movement right there on that one two seed line. Could could definitely play out tomorrow from two p.m. till ten p.m. Yeah, I mean they'll be locked on the SEC there for those two games there in the afternoon. And I haven't watched a ton of Big Twelve basketball, but might leave the TV on to to catch a little bit of that. But about to be a wild postseason. You're right. I mean, I guess I would say the same thing. I, it, it does like there's a number of teams. I haven't gotten to watch Arizona enough to know, but it seems like they've just been great this season. And then you have – I mean, even a team like Duke could make a run. You know, they're – you know, when they beat Kentucky there to start the season, it was thought that, you know, they were going to be a title favorite. They've played such a bad conference this year, which is really weird to say about the ACC – but I do think there was a time during this year where you're kind of wondering if they were getting any better and uh, they're back on a roll. They really should probably be entering the postseason on a seven or eight game winning streak, uh, eight game winning streak, most likely. And then, I mean, if they are to win the ACC tournament, then you're talking about what 11 game winning streak going in the, into the NCAA tournament potentially. Yeah. So there'll be a team to watch. I mean, Auburn, Auburn, I mean, <laughs> I don't trust their guards one bit. I thought like they're going to do something stupid in a, in a big game that's going to get them beat. But you, it's really hard to – outside of Gonzaga with Timmy and a Holmgren, does anyone else have a better front court than Kessler and Jabari Smith? I mean, Jabari Smith could carry you to the Final Four. He's that good. And Kessler's very good as well. But I just don't love the – I don't trust them. I don't think I'm going to pick Auburn to go to the Final Four when the bracket comes out and I'm filling out the bracket. But oh. – but talent-wise, they're, they're good enough, though, right? I mean, they're good enough. They are. The, to me, it feels like they're good enough to get to the Final Four, but there are also some concerns there that you could see them get beat in the second round. 
I mean, they nearly on their, the year they beat Kentucky to go to the Final Four. They nearly lost in the first round to New Mexico State. And I know it's different. I mean, it's a different team, but uh, yeah, I just don't trust Katie Johnson. And uh, I think he's a talented player, but not really trusting him or uh, Wendell Green pulling up from half court in an insulate tournament game trying to hit a three. <laughs> No, <laughs> he's he's going to definitely uh, make a bad decision at some point with a shot. But, uh, Derek, it's winding down here. We'll know what the SEC standings kind of look like by 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock tomorrow. I think we're going to have a clearer picture on maybe what Tampa looks like and going into those final two games. We'll see if Kentucky will be at full strength. We'll be here kind of to, to take you through it and talk about it, whatever happens in Fayetteville. We'll uh, we'll be right here on Kentucky Daily to to discuss it all, Derek. If uh, anything you want to add before we close, no, just uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for 2 p.m. tomorrow to to watch this team play and love to see them fully healthy. But again, this game, I'll say this. <clears throat> excuse me, like this game, it, it at least still feels like a big game because to my point about just ready to. Uh, finish up this regular season i mean playing at home against Ole miss and on the road at florida it feels like what those games should be i mean mississippi for sure should be an easy win if you're healthy and then florida should still be a win although i could see it being a little trickier but after that sean i mean it's on it's it's postseason yeah. it's gonna be a blast i got a topic i'm gonna talk to you off uh off the air here going into the next week that i think could make for a fun episode when we're looking for uh or two weeks from now when we're looking for some for some content but now i'm excited to to be there tomorrow and i don't see any reason that we can't have a, a post game yeah. episode to run tomorrow night yeah for sure i'm not in fayetteville i'm at home i'm in harrogate tennessee so i'll be sitting here at my desk uh watching this game and then ready to talk about it but as always this show it's powered by blue wire pods it's also powered by the Butcher's Pub, three locations, Palmville, Williamsburg, and London. If you can't make it out to a game, make it out to one of those locations to, to catch a game, uh, grab a drink, uh, have a great meal. You can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. He's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily. 